Hello, it's JB and Jules with our first podcast special. This is all about Lighthouse Rock. What a fantastic event for Bundaberg and the Burnett Heads. Bundy, we've got something big for you. Lighthouse Rock. Tickets on sale now at oztix.com.au. Well, given the format of a podcast, you could be listening to this way in the future and, mm. and Lighthouse Rock already happened the 15th of October, 2022. What a date. If you're listening on that day, um, we, we need to get you prepared for the day. This is a great little warm-up to get you into the swing of things. Um, if you're listening to it before, then Perfect. it's a great way to also get prepared, I Absolutely. suppose. Absolutely. Um, there's, there's a couple of things, though, you must know. If you are heading to it today, if you're heading to it ready to go, in the year 2022. Bring your own chair, guys. You can sit out. You can enjoy the action of Burnett Heads Lighthouse Rock. You can have a high-fold chair, but you cannot have one of those Lazy Boy-style chairs, okay? What's a Lazy Boy-style chair? You know, one of the ones that extend down. You've got the feet situation happening. You've got a full, pretty much horizontal. So it's got to be 90 degrees Your standard camping chair is allowed. Uh, You can bring a clear water bottle if it's unfilled. There'll be water tanks available to fill that up throughout the day. Okay. You can't bring your own food or alcohol or drinks. There's plenty to enjoy, some local produce everywhere around the traps to enjoy at Lighthouse Rock, so please don't bring that with you. Yeah, fantastic. But throughout the special podcast, we're going to have our exclusive chat with Jimmy Barnes, a great chat we have with Jimmy. Uh, also, Jackson Dunn, one of the performers, he's also going to be doing some incredible guitar work on the podcast. Yeah, a little exclusive for you. But now, first cab off the rank, he's, well, a co-star when it comes to Jimmy Barnes, of course, being a part of Cold Chisel. Mm. Now, apparently these guys, there's something lined up. We're not sure what. We've been hearing, I guess, uh, inklings of a finale special, and that's all that Steve from Bundy Gig Guy will tell us. That's all we've been letting known. But let's have a chat to him, the man, Ian Moss. Uh, Hey, mate, how you going? Welcome to Bundy Lighthouse Rock is officially on. What are you up to for your general day anyway? Um, my general day is um, just really picking up a guitar and uh, thinking about the next gig. And uh, the next gig is going to be with the uh, the fabulous Grafton boy, uh, Troy Daly. We're touring together. Incredible. Oh. Ian, I'm curious to know um, a little bit about how you're start, you started out in music. You've got an incredible story of you moving from Alice Springs, uh, which I guess is not exactly the heart of live music, but then moving on to Adelaide. Um, you'd planned to repeat the school year, but then you found a, a little flyer for a band by the name of Cold Chisel. So can you tell us a little bit about that moment, how everything kind of changed in a, in a moment there? Yeah, there's an interesting little twist of, of fate, if you will. Um, I was, yeah, I'd moved to Adelaide to to uh, continue finish, or try and finish off the schooling down there, and immediately got stuck into finding, trying to find uh, other players and, and keep going with the music as well. Um, so you, you get together with people you didn't know, and and just jam and feel each other out, suss each other out, and. And uh, and see what happens. And uh, it was on one of those days somebody had hired, uh, I think it was a little town hall in in the suburb of Norwood, and uh, so brought my guitar and gear in there. We started jamming away and sort of realised um, someone was down the back in a room trying to play piano. And of course, we were electric, so we drowned them out. So this guy uh, took a break and and uh, came out and sat down and just watched us for a while. He sat down in the back of the hall, 
Um, and for some reason, I just felt compelled to go and talk to this guy. No one else did. We didn't know him. And I wandered down and started chatting to this guy. And that was the very beginning of the relationship with uh, the guy was Don Walker. Incredible. Um, and, yes, yeah, interesting, you know, whether the band would have come together without that meeting or not, who knows. Um, so, but, uh, yeah, that, that's that's... That's the gist of that one. So what started is a guy who's like, oh, I might be repeating my schooling, but um, you might you all of a sudden see this flyer for an opportunity. Do you have any advice for the kids in school that might be, I don't know, drumming in the back of the classroom or excited or listening with headphones in their ears uh, throughout their school? Do you reckon they stick with it, stick with school, start the band on the side there, or do you reckon they give it up and find the cold chisel within them? No, look, I'd never encourage anyone to to uh, give up school at all. Um, uh, but there's no reason why you, you, you can't do both. Keep up, you know, keep up your, your schooling and, and, and your interest in, in music and, and you, you you just go for it. You, and you keep an open mind and you listen to people and you be that, you know, you be a, try and be a, a nice person the whole time about it. You never do get a big, even if you do start to make it, you don't get a big head about it. Remember, you you still, you're just music. It's just music. You're just a musician, but um, it's yeah. It's, I, I wouldn't, wouldn't encourage people to give up school at all. But just yeah. give, give everything a red hot go. Yeah, we didn't want to get that quote. Uh, Ian, Mo- you can see it in the headline. <laughs> Ian Moss tells kids quit school. Plus, <laughs> there's not battle of the that. bands competitions at schools <laughs> you can try out. A hundred percent. Now, Ian, uh, how long has it been since you've been to Bundaberg? Oh, a couple of years. It's a bit, you know, it's a bit hard to uh, say. With we've had two years of um, a, a pretty rough time mm-hmm. uh, with with the bug and fires, and then you know, it was fires uh, was, was 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 killing off gigs. In you know, back in January uh, twenty, and then not long after after that, the bug, and uh, now it's wet weather. Yeah. We're still trying to beat, mm. but we're we're. Um, we, we, it seems like we're on, on our way back, and we're just, all of us as artists are so uh, looking forward to playing. Yeah. And as bad as everything has been, and we're with COVID stopping a lot of gigs, uh, I've noticed a reinvigorated um, audience. Yeah. Um, the people are hungrier than they have been for a very long time for music. And I've noticed that musicians as well are hungrier to get in front of audiences. Would you agree with that? Uh, very much so, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's uh, really pulling out all the stops to sort of sing and play as good as they can. Um, they're just so so grateful, you know. It's just, uh, it's yeah, it's, it's, you know, yeah. It's, you never know. It's the whole thing of you know, what you you don't value a lot of things until it's suddenly taken away from you. Um, and you, one thing you learn is yeah, you you don't you don't don't take anything for granted. Yeah, well, we cannot wait to see you live in the flesh at Lighthouse Rock. It's going to be absolutely sensational. Anyone in particular that you're keen to catch up with there? Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> we hear that uh, there might just be a few names like uh, Jimmy Barnes will be in the lineup for Lighthouse Rock. Ah, yes, and uh, <laughs> good old mate, um, uh, uh, good old mate, uh, Rangy. Yeah. Um, yeah, we Don Stevens, yeah, no, it's, it's it's a good lineup. It's a good, uh, it's a, uh, it'll be a, 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 
yeah, it'll be a pretty solid rotten day. So, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I have a feeling there's yeah. I have a sneaking suspicion. I'm getting suspicious on all of you uh, because <laughs> we've spoken to Jimmy, now we've spoken to you, and I just feel like there's going to be some sort of surprise up your sleeve. I'm, I'm just onto something. Like a reunion, perhaps? You never know. You oh, never know. Okay, okay, okay. We'll take that. There he is, Ian Moss. You'll see him there Saturday. He's, uh, he's actually going to be taking the stage solo, and apparently there is some sort of special, but Ian Moss solo, 5.30 p.m. He'll be out there uh, at Lighthouse Rock. Absolute legend. Now to a bit of local talent, Jackson Dunn. He grew up around the traps, then he headed off to uh, the southeast now he's back to show off his talents, what he has learnt over the years, and he's got a bit of an exclusive performance for us. Welcome to the show, to the special podcast, Jackson Dunn. G'day, how's it going? What is up, my man? <laughs> oh, nothing much, mate. Just been touring, um, playing music, and um, just doing what I do, yeah. Just staying, so, staying active and creative. So you've been around the traps in the music industry for quite some time. Yep. For those that might not have come across you here on Triple M, can you tell us about yourself and what sort of music you do? Uh, I'm a touring musician, um, full-time, and I'd say uh, the kind of music I do would be um, uh, bluesy roots, sort of, but my, bluesy roots rock, but yeah, but my sort of style, and um, definitely energetic and um, yeah, acoustic and yeah, electric as well, but I play the beats with my feet and yeah, Yes, I've seen this. Yeah. Much like our boss man Bedford, you like to play shoeless. <laughs> I do play shoeless, yeah. Do, do you have Always. hobbit feet like our boss man Bedford? <laughs> no, I've got tree climbing feet. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah so they're very broad and um, oh, good for tree climbing. Speaking of the boss man, you, you've walked into the studio and I've seen you not do the general meeting of the manager handshake. You did no, the did slap, a, the hug. We did a bro hug. hug, yeah. We did mm. a bro hug, yeah. What is, what's going on there? How do you know him? Oh, we go way back. Like I said, I'm, I've been in the music industry for a while and um, years ago he used to put on festivals and he was in the band himself and um, we used to play similar festivals and he'd put me on his festivals and we've had um, we've had very, uh, very um, fun nights together and yeah, it's, it's got I think about 10 years now. Have you heard he's a bit of a diva though? Is behind he? the scenes, yeah. yes, he likes him. blue yeah. M and M's, lactose oh, really? free. Yeah, he no, won't let no. anyone come near you, him really? before performing. I have a feeling you might know a looser boss man than, than we know. Like I reckon he'll be <laughs> up to th- he wear, you see him in a button up in here. I yeah, don't, I know. Yeah. You didn't know that guy, did you? No, nah, I've never met that guy before. <laughs> no, nah, it's weird. Eh? <laughs> yeah. I've never met that guy before. I once, no. I once come across our boss on the weekend, and I was like, well, "Who the hell? What's this?" <laughs> yeah, guy? Didn't yeah. recognise him. Yeah, he's 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 a pretty. He's been around the traps. He's a musician, so yeah. Yeah, wonderful. Now, um, playing on a bill with the likes of, of Jimmy Barnes, um, yeah. uh, it must be a big honour. It is a big honour. And also, too, just to um, come back to my hometown where I grew up and started playing music, you know, and I left uh, years ago to pursue my music career and then to get, to get invited back to play this festival with, like, rock royalty like Jimmy Barnes and Ian Moss and Choir Boys and that. I was just stoked when I got the phone call. <laughs> yeah, that's think, awesome. Yeah, I was in the hotel room somewhere. I can't remember. Uh, somewhere in the desert. <laughs> and, uh, I got a phone call from the um, festival um, operator, organiser, and um, I was just like, are you kidding me? That <laughs> yeah. is really cool. Dream yeah. come true. So it was a dream come true. It was like a full circle for me. Yeah, That's really cool. So growing up in Bundy, mm-hmm. um, for those maybe listening, there might be young kids who have an interest in music. How do you go from being a, a young fella in Bundy to being a travelling musician throughout Australia to places like the desert yeah, and coming back home yeah. to play with the likes of Jimmy how, how did I go about it? It took a while, yeah. but um, it was always a dream and it's something I stuck to and I never sort of let go of. But um, 
Uh, also, too, I followed the surf. That's what brought me to the Gold Coast. Yeah, like I, I grew up surfing Bagara and stuff like that. But you know, with Bagara, the waves are sort of like few and far between. So oh, they're big enough for me. Oh they? yeah, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'd outgrow them, I imagine. Yeah, though. yeah. You do outgrow them. So I chased the waves down the Gold Coast and pursued my career, which led me to um, touring different surf spots and then you know meeting different people and just yeah sticking to my guns and yeah, that's, nice. Yeah. Now, Jackson, we also hear that you are a Battle of the Bands winner yourself, being yeah. on the judging panel. How important is it to be able to use that platform to launch, I guess, a career in music? And how have you found it for yourself? Uh, for me, it was um, the competition was years ago, and it was um, the winner got to play with uh, Jebediah at the showgrounds here years ago. I don't know if people remember it. And we won, and we got to play, so we got to meet, you know, like perform uh, top touring acts like Jebediah, Triple J acts, you know, oh, sorry. And, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can say them, it's you fine. Can ta- you can oh, say them. Really? You're sorry. Oh, okay, yeah, but, you know, you know and then um, sort of gave us the, the opportunity to play on a big stage like that and sort of see what it's all about. Yeah. So, yeah. So for um, the people who are entering the, the competition, now, that's what they're looking towards, you know, like supporting Jimmy Bars and putting that on their resume. Sharing uh, the yeah. stage with Jimmy. Not yeah, many no, people could say that. Yeah, Definitely, Jimmy yeah. Barnes, but Ian Moss, John Steve. And, I know, yeah. but Jackson Dunn, like sharing Jackson, a stage yeah. with him, my God. So it must yeah, be, yeah. it's really exciting. And for those that have missed it, the uh, the this battle of the bands is, going to be epic. Jules and I are going to be hosting the whole thing. We're oh, going to have yeah. Jackson doing the judging and yeah. uh, a few other special guest judges as well. So uh, what do you say that as a judge you'd be looking for when it comes to mm. talent taking the stage? Uh, I think it's professionalism on the stage as well, like how, how they sort of like hold themselves on stage and hold the crowd, the audience and um, musicianship. Yeah. So that's what I'll be looking at. Yeah. So like, you know, obviously the best sounding band and stuff like that, but um, yeah, professionalism and musicianship. Bit of authenticity. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Who can, you know, hold the crowd and, you know. Bit of stage presence. Yeah, absolutely. Beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Well, what is the date for it? We We don't have a locked in date. No. Well, edit Justin in future, locked in date once confirmed. (laughs) All right, well, Jackson, let's get to it. You're uh, going to play us a couple of songs so people can have a taste of what to expect at Lighthouse Rock. Yeah. What are you going to perform for us today? I think I'm just going to jam my guitar a bit out a bit for you and um, just sort of show you what I can do yeah, to man. a guitar. Beautiful. <laughs> let's hear what he can do to a guitar. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. I better get my guitar. Yeah. <laughs> so I wasn't sure if I could say Triple J. No, no, no. no, no. Right, and and, and I was like, oh, I forgot what that was. <laughs> <laughs> I think right, we're man. playing different audiences they anyway. Support, they support Aussie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they start at Triple J, they end up on Triple M. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's that disc thing you've got? Oh, that's a um, feedback buster, so when I play live, yeah. it just covers the hole, so it doesn't go Ah. That's cool. Yeah, so. Learning yeah, <laughs> things. He's a pretty impressive drummer. Yeah, I've got no idea about guitars, though. You play drums. I do, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the boss wants me to bring in the electronic drum kit. Oh, really? Home. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Keep it in the, in the studio. Oh, I, I w- wouldn't <laughs> either. <laughs> I, would, I probably wouldn't either because I want you to start. I think it'd be a terrible idea, <laughs> but a great idea. <laughs>
All right. Good. Oh, you want me to go? Yeah. Hey. All right. Ready when you are. I'll start playing it. Yeah. <laughs> Fast and furious, Thank Jackson Dunn. Thank you very much. So I'm watching your fingers as you. Do you have any stuff ups in there no. that you just hide? <laughs> nah, I didn't nah. see. Nah. I couldn't see yeah. a single bloody thing. That, that was amazing. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> How long have you been playing guitar for? Um. 30 years. 30 well, years. Yeah. What? You don't even look 30. No, you oh, don't. I know. Yeah, I know. Well, there you go. Yeah, cool. so I was. Playing in the womb. Yeah, I started before I was born. <laughs> I started before I was born. Enjoy that visual, everybody. I look 30. On <laughs> that note of yeah. playing guitar in the womb, uh, Jackson Dunn, we thank you for your time this morning. We cannot much. wait to see yeah. you. There he is, the local talent. But now on to the main stayer. He takes the stage at 8.30 p.m. He was at the NRL Grand Final performing. That was a slight... Warm up in you. All right, I've got to get tuned up. So when I go to Bundy, I'm truly ready for the performance of a lifetime. It's all about the cane fields for him. <laughs> Mr. Jimmy Barr. Hey, yeah. 
Can I tell you how excited both of us are for this oh, conversation, Jimmy? The entire it's office. Like JB, it's just like JB and JB. Well, exactly. <laughs> JB, JB, and JH. We're bonded. And JH. Yeah. yeah we're you just, guys. We only use our initials. We only use our initials from now on. Yeah, How are you going, guys? Nice, that's, nice to talk to you. That's what friends do, Jimmy. Uh, it's nice to talk to you <laughs> as well. Can I ask, when was the last time, or if ever, have you been in Bundy? Oh, I've been in Bundy. I, I can't remember the last time I was up there. It's been a long time. It's been at least a couple of years, at least, you know, because obviously because nobody's been touring. But, uh, but I haven't been up there for a while. But I'm yes. um, looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. I always love coming up to North Queensland. Always have a ball up there. Uh, get up there, we'll get some sunshine, and we'll blow the cobwebs out of the place. Yeah, well, plenty, can... of, plenty of sugar cane as well, so you could uh, <laughs> yeah. maybe we can set up a little fire for you, mate. We're going to make do a little film clip. Do a little re- recreation. <laughs> Seen that somewhere before. <laughs> now, Jimmy, we always say <laughs> that it's like you're yelling and screaming at the cane fields whenever. Which song do you announce, JV, that it's Jimmy? Whenever we do Working Class working Man, class I always man. say you can almost, as you drive past the sugar cane fields, mm-hmm. you can see the aura of Jimmy Barnes belting <laughs> it out in front of the cane fires. So. Well, well you, know what, you know what you can see? Because I remember making the film clip, and, and we literally, the guy, the guy who was making the clip, his mate of mine, He'd never burnt, burnt a cane field before, and he, and I'd never actually been that close to one burning before. And he said to us, oh, well, you know, I've organized one, so we had one chance to get it. And he stood me in front of it, and they set fire to one end. Neither of us knew how much flames it was going to be. Neither of us knew how fast it would burn. And no one told me that all these bloody insects and snakes and stuff <laughs> running at the other end. So I'm, I'm, if you look at the film clip, and, and what happened was it was like a firestorm. And it sort of started this sort of like a like a little cyclone of fire. And at one point, I was in the middle of it. So if you look, watch me sing in Working Class Man, I'm literally looking around because I'm getting burnt and I'm looking for snakes and I'm thinking, <laughs> oh, my God, I'm never going to do this again. Um, but um, but I, I, the good news is I believe they don't burn them anymore. Is that right? Oh, there are still some cane fires yep. and stuff about. The first time I saw oh, one, I freaked oh, so out like up, you. We can still do it. Yeah, yeah, Jules came in. Up, we can still do it. Yeah, Jules came in fresh out of Melbourne, and she comes in. She's like, "We got to warn everyone. There's a fire in the cane field." I'm like, no, Why no. are you driving towards <laughs> it rather than away from it? And then I figured yeah, out it was a cane fire. So we'll spread the story that Jimmy Barnes wasn't actually supposed to hit that note. He was just panicked because of <laughs> yeah, snake I, under I added his foot. that extra. <laughs> yeah. I added that extra because of the bloody fear factor. Uh, <laughs> now, Jimmy, another uh, secret we need to let you in on this show is um, our friend Beck in the office. She actually has one of your alarm clocks from your shop. Oh, you poor thing. So she got it in the office? <laughs> yeah. I've got it right it here. It would drive people crazy. It would drive yep. people crazy. Yeah. Yeah, Take go a ahead. listen. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. That's your warm-up technique, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that's my warm-up. But, you know, imagine, like, it's just such a pleasant sort of, you know, peaceful way to wake up. <laughs> we yeah. um, we prank but, the boss and, and leave it in his office and let it off at certain times. <laughs> Well, that's a good thing with the kid because I, when I when we got them, obviously we had a few set here for us to check out, and my grandkids loved it, my kids, and so they'd leave them sort of set to go without knowing in the house in the middle of the night, you know, and I'd hear them and I'm like, oh shit, somebody's outside. <laughs> but um, yeah, <laughs> they're pretty full on. It's not the most peaceful way to wake up, it's but an, you will get out of bed. It's an interesting uh, item. Are there any other interesting items that you have available, Jimmy Barnes merchandise wise? Well, I don't know. What have you got some ideas? What, what should we do? Well, we know you've got a, a kids' book and a cookbook. What oh, else is happening? I've got a kids' book, a cookbook. I've got a couple of kids' book, cookbooks. We you know we do all, all the merch we can. Um, you know, there's uh, I don't know. Really. There's the apron. I'm, 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 
it's the aprons because of because of the cookbook. You see? Yeah, uh, okay. the, so you cook it. I should, I should get a knife set. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's a, good a set one. of steak knives, like mm. Jimmy Bond steak knives that your wife can throw at you. <laughs> 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 Maybe not include that on the instructions, just for uh, no, no, just, no. just so we don't just get natural. Now, Jimmy, on this um on this alarm clock we've got here, the picture of it is you dressed up in a cowboy outfit. I've always wanted to ask you about this. This film clip, it's random two blokes in a dance track, and you pop up in the song in different cowboy outfits, bellowing out. Uh, how did this happen, and, and is now, it intentional? What's the deal? Now, Kieran, Kieran, who's the artist, Kieran's a bit of a bit of a you know, he's he's very artistic sort of bloke. He's he's very good, and he's a mate of my kids, right? And Kieran was, you know, I, I knew his dad. His dad used to play keyboards and the radiators. And uh, Kieran was over the house one day, and he said, oh, you know, will you sing on a track for me? I said, well, let me hear it. I'll, you know, I'll see what I can do. He said, it won't be hard. You know? And it, he was actually off to America the next day. So I said, just send me the track. I'll do it. No worries, Kieran. So he sent me the track, and and my son-in-law was the was engineering. He went in the studio. When it came, Kieran was gone. And he came, have you heard this track? It's a bit of a dance track. I said, not a problem. I'll just, he just wants me to scream on it. So, he, so they, they pressed play, and I screamed like one of Jeffrey Dahmer's house guests for, for, you know, for, about, for about five minutes. And then they sent it off, and that's the last I heard of it. Next thing I know... Next thing I know, it was on, you know, the Tonight Show in America. And, you know, there's literally, I think there's been like 10 million hits on that song. <laughs> and, and now, you know, I used to, like, I used to, be, I used to travel and I'd go to, like, Thailand and places where people didn't know me and it'd be nice. Now I, I was walking through them. Last time I was in Thailand, I was walking through the markets. And this kid came up to me and said, you, you're the cowboy with a hat. <laughs> <laughs> so, out of it, all of a sudden, out of the blue, this, you know, and I've got people writing from all over the world to me. But they, when they did the film clip, the, the director of the clip said, oh, he said, should you scream in the film class? I said, sure, what do you want? They said, oh, just come over. He said, by the way, you don't happen to have any sort of, you know, like Western gear. I said, have you seen any of my film clips from the 80s? <laughs> of course not. <laughs> oh, so I just, I just took, like, because I live in the country, I took my, my you know, because I ride horses and stuff, I took a couple of hats, you know, a couple of shirts, and that was it. Suddenly, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the cowboy in the sky. <laughs> yeah. It went from being Jimmy Bards to one generation to the to the screaming cowboy in the sky to the next. It's oh, he's versatile. Really, you know, what, where, what have we become? <laughs> yeah. Now, Jimmy, one of the other things I love, talking about versatility, is uh, the lockdown sort of impromptu concerts you've been doing with your family online. Mm -hmm. I've certainly loved them. Have you got a sense for how much people at home are really getting out of those, watching you on a screen and being able to share that sort of intimate family moment with you? Well, you know, it started out really, it was just a little, I was a little, it's very lo-fi. We just do it on the phone, you know, we just lean the phone up against something and do the songs. And it wasn't, you know, there wasn't a big production. We went well rehearsed, you know, Jane had learned a song and we'd, we'd, we'd bang it down, you know, literally before she'd finished learning it. And, um, and, um, and we were just putting out just as a little way of connecting with people because everybody's locked away and stuff. And, and I, really rapidly I started to see how it was connecting with people because I'd read some of the comments, you know, and there'd just be like people going, this song reminds me of, you know, my father who died. Because we'd pick songs that our parents would sing and stuff like that too. Mm. Uh, this song reminds me of, you know, my, my, my brother, you know. This song, you know, it was, it was a songs that were anchoring people to their families. And so, and, and once, and the same as, as the, you know, the, the big cowboy thing, once again, they sort of took on a life of their own. And we were just doing them for fun. And before we knew it, you know, you'd, you'd put up a song and you'd get, you know, Three million people watching it. You know, it was yeah. it was really incredible. Uh, but but the good thing was it was our it was it was first off our way to reach out to let people know that they weren't alone out there because they were in lockdown, particularly in Victoria at that time. But uh, but it was also it turned out being a way 
where it sort of it brought us, connected us to the world too and kept us in touch with what we were doing. And also, believe it or not, it actually brought Jane and I even closer because we had to really, we had to do these things every night that were, that were a bit challenging. You know, they weren't, it wasn't like me singing rock songs. I was singing Doris Day songs and all sorts of stuff, you know? So, so it, was a re- it was a really, it was a good thing. It was a, it was a really great thing all around and uh, we really enjoyed it. Yeah, so. yeah, it shows the positives of social media with aspects mm. like that. Now, Jimmy. Yeah, it was a good thing. Last question before we let you go. You're going to be here mm-hmm. October 15th. Uh, yep. And Mossy's also on the bill. Yep. Chisel collaboration on the cards? Well, we could possibly do something. I'll speak oh! to Mossy as long as, long as he's not rushing off. You know, you know, John Stevens is a great mate of mine. Oh, you know, he Swanee, can get my, involved my too. Brother, my brother's on the bill, Swanee. So, you know, there's a whole gang of us that are going to be there. Oh, oh what okay. a reunion. We could be in for a special treat. Tickets are on sale right now, oddsticks.com.au. Jimmy Barnes headlining uh, October 15th. Thank you so much for your time this morning. It's been a pleasure. N- nice to talk to you guys. I'm looking forward to getting up in the sun and hanging out with you. Hope you enjoyed our special podcast for Lighthouse Rock 2022. Gets you in the mood, absolutely, and we cannot wait to see you there in person. Yeah, we'll be on the stage rocking it out. Gates open at 12 p.m. for our VIP early access. General admission, 12.30 p.m. Uh, before the festivities kick off, 12.45, Welcome to Country, 1 p.m., Evergreen Oz, 1.40, Jackson Dunn, 2.30, Empirical Prey, Abby Sky takes stage with her band at 3.30, Choir Boys, 4.30, Ian Moss, 5.30, John, Steen, John Stevens, 7, and the man Jimmy Barnes at 8.30. We'll see you there.